0: Welcome to the Junkyard Outreach. This is Todd, and thanks for joining me as we go through the scriptures and learn what we can to draw close to Jesus. For more episodes and information, check out junkyardoutreach.com. And now, let's dig in. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16, "...but I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh." For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, There is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So, the Apostle Paul, writing to these churches in this area of ancient Galatia, which we would call modern day Turkey, he's encouraging them to walk in the Spirit and not in the flesh. The two are completely different. You either do one or the other. And Paul goes through and he lists several examples of what he calls the works of the flesh, the things that we do. And he starts off with sexual immorality, and that encompasses everything. Impurity, sensuality, etc. All of these things we do because that's the way we are as human beings. We're driven by our minds, by our passions, our own weird desires that we have. You know, all of these things. We're driven by our physical bodies to be hungry, to be sexual, to be beautiful. All of these different things, they are all wrapped up in what we call the flesh. Not the physical flesh. He's talking about the spiritual flesh. Just the things that the physical flesh commands that we allow to happen. So, for example, in that list, jealousy, that's a work of the flesh, fits of anger. You ever known people that fly off the handle? You know, all these types of things. Drunkenness. Basically, anything opposed to holiness is something that Paul refers to as a work of the flesh. And he contrasts that by the fruit of the Spirit. So the works of the flesh are the things that we do. The fruit of the Spirit is what the Holy Spirit naturally produces in us, like a tree produces fruit. So too the Holy Spirit produces things, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. These are the good things of God. These are the things that we want. The fruit of the Spirit, this is God's fruit in us. I think that many of us could say, well, I know what love is. Not this kind of love, this is a different kind of love. This is God's love. Well, I've experienced joy. Well, this is God's joy. You know, I've had peace. Well, this is God's peace, God's patience, God's kindness, God's goodness, God's faithfulness, God's gentleness, God's self-control, because it's the Spirit of God who dwells within us doing these things within us. These are not our own attributes kind of supercharged. This is the love of God that's within us. And that's the life that the believer is supposed to walk in. So God will manifest himself in these ways in our lives rather than trying to say, well, I just want, I want to act more loving. I want to act like I have more joy. I want to be more peaceful. No, this is God's stuff. God, I want your love, your joy, your peace, your patience. Well, what happens to believers when they come into a relationship with Jesus, a real relationship where they experience the Holy Spirit in them, they experience the new life in faith and things begin to change. This is called that born-again or born-from-above experience. You have a spiritual birth. The Spirit is alive in us now, and these things begin to manifest themselves. But what about people that go to church, listen, sit there day after day, but never experience this? They are not experiencing the Holy Spirit. They've never received the Holy Spirit, but they're in church. Are they born again? That's what you got to ask yourself. Paul asked the Corinthians to do the same thing. He says in 2 Corinthians 13 Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Or do you not realize this about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless you fail to meet the test? Do you even know if you are a follower of Jesus? Have you denied yourself? Have you taken up your cross and followed him? And let's just say, yes, we're dealing with those people that know I have had that change of heart. I have had that change of mind. I've had a renewed mind through the Holy Spirit. Are we exempt from the works of the flesh? Absolutely not. Followers of Christ can live in the flesh. And it's a sad thing, but it's very much true. And I see this in my own life. And I see myself subject to a lot of these things. I'm like, why is this happening? You know, why am I feeling fits of anger? Dissension, all these things, because I'm not walking in the Spirit. You can have the Spirit, but walking in the Spirit is our choice. We have to exercise our faith and say, I'm going to push through this. And then we push through and we acknowledge these things and we say, Lord, look, I'm a mess. Can you fix me up here? And God would say, Of course, follow me, deny yourself. And that's what the key to all this is denying yourself and looking at Jesus and saying, Okay, I want to follow you. He's like, Okay, fine. That's what I want. Now put away these things. And how easy is it for us to sit here going through life filled with the Holy Spirit and then begin to cool down and all of a sudden just slip right into the works of the flesh? That's called backsliding in the church when someone is legitimately following Christ and then they just kind of turn the other way and they start going right back into their old lives. And what's happened is they've resisted the Holy Spirit and they pushed him out of the way and said, no, I'm going to do my own thing. And when we as believers see somebody going through a time like this, what do we do? You know, we need to be always praying. And I'm not just talking about, you know, oh, God, fix her heart. I'm talking about, Lord, I'm going to war for him right now in the name of Jesus. I'm claiming the blood of Jesus on this person. Going up and confronting them on stuff. Hey, man, what's up with this? You know, ah, yeah, yeah, no big deal. No, big deal, dude. Let's pray. Can we pray? Get involved. Do something for them. And if they still resist, it's like, okay, I'm just going to continue to pray for you, man. I love you, but dude, you're on the wrong track. Because sometimes in these moments when somebody is going through a backsliding season in their lives, they don't need more church. They need more Jesus. And we are the hands and the feet of Jesus, those of us that follow him. That's what we're called to be. And in these seasons of backsliding, sometimes they turn around and come back and say, you know what, man, Lord, thank you. I've known several people that have done that, plunged into darkness. And I've seen guys walking in the spirit and then I run into them. God just seems to put them in my path, these people I know. And I see them, hey, what's going on? And they're looking at me. They just got eyes of darkness. I'm like, ooh dude, where are you at with the Lord, man? No, I'm good. Don't worry about it. Like, okay. And then God begins to work in their lives and bring them back because it's God's desire that none are lost. And just because you were in a backsliding season doesn't mean that you are lost. It means you're in a really bad spot and you need to come back to Jesus. But he's there waiting for us. So backsliding is a thing that happens to a lot of people. I could have my facade up and pretend to be holy. And I know how to pray for people. I know how to do this stuff, but inside I'm rotting because I've resisted the Holy Spirit. And so reiterating what Paul says there in Galatians 5.16, walk in the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. The Holy Spirit gives power. He gives direction. He gives conviction. And when we are walking in the Spirit, that Holy Spirit is combating our flesh. And when we do that, we turn our backsliding into, once again, walking with Jesus. And we chalk up another season in life where, yeah, that wasn't so great, but I saw God do his work. So for those out there that are in this time where all of these things on this list are like, God, I'm doing a bunch of these things. Okay, walk in the Spirit. Come back to Christ. Ask him to come into your life. If you have not received the gift of the Holy Spirit, cry out, Lord, give me the gift of the Holy Spirit. If you haven't been water baptized, man, do it. If you're a believer, it's silly to not do it. Go out and do it. You can have a friend who's a believer do it. You don't need a pastor. There's nothing to say that you have to be a pastor to water. Baptize somebody, dunk them in the water. But just understand what that is. That's your profession of faith. Make sure those things are in check. Walk in the Spirit. You will not gratify the desires of the flesh. If you're backsliding, come back to Jesus. If you're in the midst of that backsliding, and you're like, it's no big deal, then Paul says, people who do these things, and that's practice them. It's not people who are guilty of these things in the past, because we're all guilty of these things in the past. People who actively do these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. He says that in Galatians. He says that in 1 Corinthians. He says that in Ephesians. Do not be deceived. The unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. So if you're in a backsliding season in your life, I want to invite you back. Take a look at this list. Lay it down before the Lord. Say, God, I'm guilty of every one of these things. Can you change my heart by the power of your spirit? And God will say, yes, I can. Are you willing to follow me? And then follow him and be blessed. Thank you.